Hello and welcome to the Dreamviews Live podcast. This is episode number 16. Hope everybody's doing great today. Uh, for anyone new, my name is Dale Marek, a music photographer from San Diego, California. Today I have an interview with David Canava, a.k.a. Mad in the Hat. We sat down after his performance with Chastity Ashley during NAM last month in Anaheim, California. David puts on an amazing electronic music show using a rolling drum kit and sample pad. Before we get into the interview, here's the song Transform from his latest self-titled EP. with um, Matt in the Hat. Yes. <laughs> Just finished a performance, a great job. Thank you so much. Very good, very good. Um, so I like to start all my interviews with something very easy, like what did you listen to on the way to the venue today? Oh man, I wasn't even listening to music actually. Uh, this morning, I mean, I, I like 
house music is kind of the new, uh, obviously the thing I've been digging into. So just kind of staying with what's current there. Some cool artists, Skrillex, I always like what he does. Um, uh, Moxie is a great house producer. And, you know, any, anything that I just kind of keep flipping through Beatport to kind of see what's happening. So, but yeah, this morning I was like focused on what we were going to be playing. So I was enveloped in that. <laughs> Very good. So how does it feel to perform at NAMM? And using, uh, especially with um, showing off the rolling new equipment. And stuff. I love it. I, for one thing, I love rolling. They have been such a, a support of everything. I launched my solo show here at NAM two years ago, and then followed up here, did another show with a, a friend of mine, Chastity. So she did a percussion feature over what I did. So I was like the live DJ, and then she could do all these percussion features over top. So it ended up being a really fun show we were able to put together. Um, so it felt amazing, and I'm grateful to always play on rolling stages. They sound great, and they're really fun. So I know that your show's pretty unique and stuff in what you do. Um, maybe can you describe it for somebody that's never seen or heard? Sure. So um, I was working in events in Hollywood, and we were doing like normal club type events, and we'd have DJs there, but the shtick we had was we'd always have live performers on top of it. So I would go out and I'd play percussion, we'd have sax players, all this kind of stuff. And that's what really people really loved about going to the events. So then I just figured I could do it myself. So I got a Roland V-Drums kit and a, and a trigger pad, and I trigger music and tracks and lighting and video now from the trigger pad. And then I play the drums along with bass lines, samples, vocal samples, string parts, whatever, on the drum set since it's electronic. So it becomes kind of I become this live DJ. I can live remix things on the spot, and I, I create my own stuff, which is a little more cinematic, and then contrast that with pop stuff, and uh, you know, or, or just cool house. And it, it works great, and it's really entertaining, and it kind of takes DJing to the next level. It's the next evolution of, of where that industry is going. So would you even be able to do this without Roland? Like as far no. as the equipment, like their their gear has <laughs> is 100 allowed to, and I couldn't have done it without this last kit they released, because mm -hmm. only in this last kit you're able to put on your own samples. Right. So now I can add a baseline or a particular s string part or a sample from a song that I'm able to trigger and edit and chop, and then I can play it physically on the drums. Very nice. So before the performance, do you have any uh, pre-show rituals you like to do? Not really. Um, you I don't just really have to warm up your voice or anything. No, and and like I've played. I'm a professional drummer, so I'm used to just jumping on stage and going right into it. I try to get a chance to warm up a little bit. I didn't today, but some days you don't have time. You're just kind of jumping on stage, getting all the cables plugged in and scrambling for that, uh, and then you go. <laughs> all right, all right. So I know you released your uh, EP last year. Uh, yep, a couple good. months ago. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's super fun. I have a bunch more music coming out, too. Um, it's the first thing I've ever released. First music I've ever written. And I worked with a producer friend of mine, Jim Huff, and a writer friend of mine, Dave Yadin. He's a Grammy award-winning pianist. And so we wrote and produced everything. I learned a ton through the process. So now I'm kind of able to get an idea of how I want my originals to sound. And, uh, yeah, it's, I'm having a ton of fun digging into it. I mean, it's a great album. And I, seriously, Colors really needs to be... Everybody needs to know that song. Oh, thank it's you. Such a good song. I mean, thank you. And it sounds—it's something that everybody—it's secular. Everybody could listen to that. Right, right. Be on any station, whatever. Well, maybe not a metal station, but I that's mean. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like darker electronic, but then it's pop at the same time. Exactly. So. And I have a video for that coming out sometime soon. I gotta. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited about everything that's coming with so that. So it's been a good reception for the album, then. It has, yes, so far. So how do you, I know you like for your albums, you like to uh, collaborate with different people? Different I do. Songs. So how do you pick somebody that's going to... 
for your songs? Thankfully, I live in LA, and it's just a pool of amazing talent. Um, so a lot of it's really, especially like my, my production partner is, uh, like I said, the pianist, Dave Yadin, and, and so he is just connected with everybody. So I ask him, hey, you have a good vocalist? Yeah, yeah, I got these 10 people, and then I can hit them up and see who's interested. And then same thing with Jim. Jim, uh, Jim Huff was able to jump in there and grab. He was the one who found uh, Clara, and I've worked with Clara, <coughs> the vocalist Steegs, who was on Colors. Excuse me. <coughs> um, so Clara is amazing. She came in and she killed it. Her vocals on that were, were really great. And she's just a pleasure to work with as well. Very good. So um, part of your unique performance, performance is your outfits. Yes. So do you design them or how do you... How do you get your ideas for that? Um, my girlfriend, Jael, she has a great eye for that. So she has helped either connect me with fashion designers that she likes that would help out, or um, or we just she does them herself. So I have a couple outfits. She's actually, she like drew an art piece on the back that said, we're all mad here of one. And uh, and then I, I sometimes I paint my arms neon paint, and then those glow in the, in the black light. Or another time I bought this like laser wire stuff that I wrap around my arms. It depends on kind of what show I'm doing or where I'm working. At, but, um, but yeah, it's fun. I kind of try to keep it. It's I'm trying to create a show, so it's it's not just a DJ sitting behind the decks anymore. Like I'm trying to make it so I'm playing it live, but it's a whole experience. Um, and, and my big my big picture with everything is to make it feel like whatever's on the video walls behind me tells a narrative as well. Right. And then I bring on features on the stage that actually act out parts. And so it becomes like you're watching a movie that meets a live electronic show with full features and performers. And you can see that in the show today as well. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Thank yeah. you. Good job. <laughs> try to get some of that in the pictures as well, just to try to... Uh, Absolutely, yeah. And on that note, like, what type of... Um, since I do photography, what type of pictures do you like the most of like yourself or like? Um, I mean, I, I love action shots online and stuff. I, I, absolutely, and I, I love action shots. I'm some of my favorite. If I'm doing like a posed thing, I'm I'm horrible at it. <laughs> photography. It's terrible, or, or taking pictures. But a lot of the my favorites, if I'm doing that kind of stuff, more like a still photos. I like the ones where I'm able to do something action wise. But you're able to grab all the live stuff so well because you grab things in the motion in the moment, and that's what I love. You cap you capture the emotion. Of, of everything. So. Plus, I like the neon sticks and stuff like that. That always helps. It's true. Yeah, they, they I like drag to do a lot of black attention. and white, but you're, I can't do a whole lot of black and white with yours. That's <laughs> true. Um, very cool. So, when you're not playing music, what can we find you doing? Uh, well, I do. I'm a producer as well, a music director. I also uh, I do events in Hollywood. Um, one at called Paris at Night, and one called uh, No Jealousy at Liaison and Le Jardin in Hollywood. So I'm, I, like, run the, the performance team. So I, I, there's a lot of musicians that go out and play over the DJ. I'm the one who kind of manages and tells the time that they go out and make sure they all run and operate. Um, so I do that. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much my... I do some other production work with, the, with Jim Huff, my producer friend as well, and just other miscellaneous things, as we all do in L.A. We kind of pick up work in totally different walks of life constantly. Right, right. Very cool. So what would you say if you had to start this over? Like, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? Be completely yourself. If that's the only thing that's going to set you apart from anybody else, because I find now that throughout the process and the creation of this, I've learned more about myself, and the thing that everybody else loves about it the most is this stuff that 
was most from my heart. So I feel like I am going back to when I was a child and I'm just playing. I'm playing and creating something that makes me excited and me passionate and that reminds me of being a kid. I did a remix of Pink Elephants on Parade and I just remember watching Dumbo when I was a kid and then everybody loves my remix of Pink Elephants on Parade and I created this cool <laughs> video behind that plays and it's super fun. So that's the biggest thing that I'm learning right now is create something that is completely you. Otherwise, if you try to copy other people, you're not going to be able to to be yourself and, and you'll you know you can only ever try to be someone else for a little bit and then right, right, right. you'll lose it you know yeah, if only younger people would realize all that stuff you know? exactly but they got to get out there and make their own mistakes I guess yeah so um, if you could meet anybody in history who would it be oh man alive Michael Jackson would have been a big one I love Michael um, By the way, that's like 75% of everybody's answer. Is it really? I don't know what they... I mean, his music was so inspiring to me. Uh, another big one would be, in the drum world, would be Steve Jordan. He was such an, uh, a pivotal person in my playing, going from all about kind of being chops in high school to being about groove and finding that really musical part to play. So he's one of my favorite drummers as well. Pretty good. Good choice. Um, so what's next for Madden Hat? Um, I'm finishing up this... Uh, I'm, I'm actually creating kind of like a storyboard of what I want to to have the visuals tell the story of. Mm. So the next stage I'm going to go into is I'm finishing some more music, and then I'm, uh, I'm going to go try to team up or, or find a visual artist and create custom visuals that create this narrative behind the whole thing and then launch the story that way. That's for my solo show uh, with Chastity, the percussionist that's performing today. We're going to launch that and try to do a bunch of club type shows. And then there's another chef friend of mine, Drayden. Uh, we did a big show called Harlot uh, a couple months ago in this warehouse. It was really cool. And we're going to try to launch that and create more in that in this like immersive dinner experience where I do the, I direct the show. Hmm. And so that's a good idea. Thing. Yeah. So, like, so there's a lot to, since you're like writing that and um, it's so unique, like, how long does it take to do a song? It's getting you're doing faster. the visuals and the. Right. Music. And I mean, I've done some of the visuals so far. A lot of what I do with the visuals is kind of find a, a, something that I like and affect it and make it my own. Or now that I've done that big warehouse show, we had a bunch of video content that I actually shoot, like a baller, one of the ballerinas we had performing. I have video of her and I'm like affecting that and making visuals out of that. Uh, tracks are getting faster. So when I first started writing, naturally it was like six months of layering more and more stuff on it, more and more stuff, and then finally you realize strip it all out and the simpler the better. Just let things speak for themselves and sound more interesting, you know. So, it, you know, a song uh, every probably four or five sessions I can get a song wrapped now, depending on the complexity of it too, of course. That's pretty good. So you learned a lot from doing the first album then to, for the a next lot. one to be in here. Yeah, as we continue. And it's going to be, I'm going to try to be releasing stuff constantly. I'm probably going to do a lot more singles, like, you know, release a single in March and then in May and then, you know, just kind of every couple months release something new just to try to keep building it. Yeah. And I so, usually ask a lot of people what they think about albums as far as do people, should we keep doing albums or should we just stick with... Uh, since everything's streaming so much, just, right. just doing singles, but it seems like electronic world, singles is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like music nowadays is an advertisement to get people to the shows, right. you know? And most of my originals are kind of like that. It's like they're super cinematic, 
and in context of seeing me live, it w- makes complete sense. It's really they're interesting songs, and they're they're but they wouldn't be something that you'd necessarily just jam. Well, I guess you could, but like it's just they're different types of of, of music that I end up creating. So um, seeing it live, that's what I'm really interested in is getting people out to see the full production and. And then the songs that I'm writing make sense. Because every time I write a song, I write it with a purpose. I need this song to fill this space of the story or the mindset or the, or the show that I'm trying to build. All right. Well, it's really good editing music as well. So even though it's sure. not a visual part of it and I can sit there on the computer and editing pictures all the time, that's a great background music. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> For me, at least. <laughs> Thank you. So um, I know this is a silly question. You've probably been asked a thousand times. But how many hats does Madden Hat have? I have two main hats. They're like my signature hats. I have one is the stage hat, which uh, is lighter because it's felt. And then I have the same model in leather. And I like them both. This leather one I wear out more because it's it's a really beautiful hat. But it, it's heavy. So when I'm playing on stage and moving my head, it flops all around. Yeah. And it's a mess. So. <laughs> and then I have, I have several other hats, but those are kind of the two because it ends up being kind of a signature hat. But I'm going to keep building my, my arsenal of hats. There you go. <laughs> So that way you can uh, distinguish the shows and stuff like that. So which hat, which hat you wore and stuff. Like that. That's true too. Yep. So. <laughs> um, a couple of real quick ones. We can do. Um, what's your favorite app on your phone? Um, right now I'm into uh, the Waking Up app by Sam Harris. It's a meditation app that I'm exploring hmm. and helping me understand consciousness better. Which is actually the basis of my next show. Is a delve into consciousness. It's going to be called a journey from the mundane. So it's supposed to be we jump off together into this field of consciousness and we explore and learn more about yourself and it transforms you into who you really are meant to be. Uh, Favorite superhero? I don't know if he's a superhero, but... It was always my favorite, Luke Skywalker. I don't know if he would be considered a a superhero. Well, no, that wouldn't be a superhero. That's definitely not. Um... Probably Spider-Man. I think he was the most one. That, he was always the fun one I loved. <laughs> More so than others. Superman was always, like, too powerful. It was no, you know, and then... There's no fun if you can just beat everything. Exactly. So Spider-Man was always super interesting because he'd climb on walls and he's flying, swinging through the air. So that's all. He was, he was always a fun one for me. Very good. Um, is there anything you wanted to add or anything? Or? Um... I don't think so. Just follow, check out my stuff. Follow me on uh, Matt and the Hat Drums. There's all my social media, and uh, yeah, stay tuned. I'm really, I'm, I'm excited about what's coming up, and I feel like I'm on a great track of creating something that's new and exciting. And I think it's going to be the next evolution of what people are looking for in the electronic music world. Oh, I agree. It's definitely a fantastic show, and I would recommend it to anybody. So <laughs> thank you so I much. I do all the time. So yeah, oh, thank you, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it for your time. Absolutely. Cheers. Thanks.
Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that chat with David. That was the song Colors that we discussed in the interview. I'm looking forward to the video for that song. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Mad in the Hat really puts on a great performance. It's hard to describe it until you see it, so I highly recommend catching one of the shows whenever you have the chance. If you visit his website, you can see when and where he'll be playing next. His YouTube channel also has some clips from his shows. This will give you an idea of how unique the show is. Uh, you can also see some shots from the NAM performance on my website, dreamviewslive.com. That about wraps it up for this episode. Thanks again for joining me today. Uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. Till next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers.